Hi, I'm Diane Chandler. And I'm Perry Jones Grossman. And this is Own Your Throne. Through the show, you will meet inspiring women who have recreated and redefined what it really means to thrive and age gracefully. Our guests are some of the most inspiring women on the planet. We were honored to sit down with each of them and get real about their journeys and what it took for them to truly own their throne. everybody, I'm Perry Jones Grossman along with my partner Diane Chandler. We want to welcome you to the show, Own Your Throne. And this is really about women's empowerment. And today we have a very special guest. She happens to be a personal friend that I look up to enormously. Her name is Julie Pyatt. Srimati, and then we're going to get into that later on. That's her spiritual name. But she is a podcast host. She's an author. She's a plant-based chef. She is a musician. She's a songwriter. Mm. She's an amazing mama. She's just a cool babe. And um, <laughs> I'm going to call, since this is a queen show, yes. she's our spiritual queen. Yes. So we're going to have some fun because she's also brought some goodies for us that we're going to do a little taste testing and make you guys hungry. So mm-hmm. anyway, without any further ado, thanks for oh, joining us, sweetie. Thank you, Perry. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yes. It's so, so nice excited. to be here. I'm so excited for this creative expression and to be a part of this so thank you for inviting me Mm. on well you are the queen of creativity Mm. i mean it's amazing on how much you've created and you know so much we talk about women who are in their second chapters of life Mm -hmm. and how so many of our younger counterparts they just sit there and they think oh my life is over at 30 or 40 and Mm -hmm. you know as we're getting up there we're having fun just creating something new in our 50s and 60s and on on forward and you are just the epitome of that. Yeah. Oh, thank you. I yeah. think I've had like nine lives already. Uh, well, right. That's what we said. Eighteen we, lives. No. We go. We're gonna. Wait, this is a five-hour interview. This one's yeah. so much. That's right. Yeah. That's right. No. Oh, but yeah. it's it's pretty thank cool. You. Thank you for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I wanted to start off, with, you know, because in in there's always a journey, mm. and I think we go into our spiritual place because we've been in the dark place, right? And we've come out of that and been down and up and down the rabbit hole through various times in our lives. Mm-hmm. And I know you've had a lot of things happening when you were in Alaska growing up and like, get me the hell out of here. Where's my peeps? <laughs> you know, <laughs> Where's my peeps? <laughs> how did you find, I mean, I know, I know you've always been a seeker, mm-hmm. but how did you find your people? How did you find that ignition to really find your path? Well, I would say that I came into this life with a spiritual awareness. Mm-hmm. So I was always one of those people, mm-hmm. yeah. you know. And so from a very, very young age, I was catching a ride to church with neighbors mm-hmm. and found out about this Jesus guy. And I just thought he was awesome. And, <laughs> and you know, um, I became a born-again Christian uh, at age 11 without my family. Mm-hmm. As a mother of four, I don't understand how that happened. <laughs> But, but it did. I was very, very old soul. I had friends that were a lot older than I was. And mm-hmm. one of my older girlfriends, who was six years older than I was at 11, that's a very that's large huge gap, yeah, right? Yeah. Big time. So she ended up getting saved in this church. And I was always into music. And, you know, I went there and it was, you know, very showy. And there was some smoke and a rock band. And, you know, yeah. in five minutes, you know, I was there. Just <laughs> You're like, I'm home. I'm like, I'm so <laughs> So I would say that my childhood was, for me, I felt a lot of waiting. I was waiting to be old enough to express myself and to do the spiritual work that I wanted to do. One thing that was really amazing is that I was the youngest of five kids and, and I slept in my own room and I was kind of the odd man out in a way yeah. because the other two had somebody to connect to and I spent hours and hours in nature like mm. hours like I didn't have a Barbie doll I never had a Barbie set yeah. I never had plastic toys I never had of cooking mm-hmm. you right, know the little bike like, things yeah, yeah I never had any of that I had a lot of stuffed animals I really loved animals I and I spent all my hours in the forest what and I would create oh. worlds in the gift. forest and I think that that right there is what gave, at least opened my creative channel. You know, you, you gracefully and beautifully called me a, a creative queen. Uh, <laughs> it, it's true. I mean, I'm very tapped in creatively. I'm never, it's, that's never off. Yeah, that's just it's on. always been there. It's just on all the time. And for mm-hmm. me, 
what it's a, just a different medium, whatever I'm going to use. So what I would say is I became a born-again Christian. I wanted to go to Christian school. My parents said no. Um, I had been to a camp and, and was really happy in that environment for about a year and then saw yeah. a lot of fanaticism going on. Yeah. And my camp counselor was, you know, uh, they were trying to exercise a demon out of her. It was just mm, it was getting yeah. very dramatic. And yeah. I was seeing a lot of things that were incongruent with yeah. as a kid, you know. And I, I would say to the minister, well, okay, so if you're born in China and you're and you're exposed to Buddhism, then you're going to hell? And the answer was, yes, you are. <laughs> you know? I remember and that. Those right, were the same like, conversations right? that I used to have. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Or they would say, everybody gets one chance. Yeah. You know, like yeah. it was... And so, and as a kid, here I am 11 or 12 at the time, I'm thinking, that just doesn't make any sense. Like, I know you're not, that's not an alignment, even at that age. So they wouldn't, my parents wouldn't send me to Christian school. So I made a decision to just use drugs and go into the drug Mm. culture while I waited to get Mm. out of. And I wouldn't say it wasn't a lot. It wasn't, um, it wasn't like I decided in a way, I decided to let myself experience that, which was, the darkest part of my life. Mm-hmm. So at a very young age, I didn't like it. Mm-hmm. Um, there were some funny things that happened, but I often ended up in places I should not have been with, mm. with much older people. Yeah. Like I tease my kids. I go, I think I, I invented freebasing or like smoking crack. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> Your I kids are going, wow. And they're like, mom, I think I they're like, mom I, you're I, so I, cool. I think I invented it. <laughs> no, I didn't. I, I mean, some, some older guy, you know, easily 10 years older than I was, you know, had it and, mm-hmm. you know, I used it. Mm-hmm. And yeah. the interesting thing is when I left Alaska, which I graduated from high school a year, maybe uh, six months early, and I was friends with all my teachers in Alaska, not friends oh. with the kids, because it was a mm. weird, wild west kind of thing. And so when I left there, I never t- touched drugs again. That was it. So it was a very yeah. weird Short period of time. But, just, you know, tender yeah. period, like not something that I would wish yeah. on another person. And yeah. during that time, my big pain of my life was promiscuous sex mm-hmm. at that time. Mm-hmm. So um, I sort of just shoved it away and denied mm-hmm. it and suppressed it. Mm-hmm. And then it wasn't until later in my 20s when I was able to have real love and really face that within myself yeah. that I was able to forgive my myself for having hurt my being so deeply yeah, because right. the the sexual energy mm-hmm. is a, is the same thing as spiritual energy is the same thing as creativity Absolutely. it's the same frequency and what we don't understand in this culture is we we may think that women's lib or or, or being liberated or being free means a lot of free sex and i don't I don't subscribe to that. Mm-hmm. I I think that spiritual that sexual energy is the most powerful wow. frequency yes. that we have. Yes. Mm-hmm. And we haven't even begun to understand how to use it mm-hmm. and how it's used for uh, planetary healing, for expansion of of species, mm-hmm. for like many 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 things. Mm-hmm. And so um, so luckily I was able to forgive myself Great. and. Um, and and since then, I've had very very meaningful relationships. But that w- that was probably the darkest time of my life, mm-hmm. and it, and odd mm-hmm. that it was so y- uh, young. But great, it was, it was young. young. And the fact that you were able to stop looking outside of yourself for love, mm-hmm. you know, I didn't learn that till I was fifty five years old. By the way, mm-hmm. I was a much late bloomer. Mm-hmm. And the fact that you got that at twenty, I mean, mm-hmm. what a powerful lesson, mm-hmm. spiritual lesson you got soon. It was, it was, and I, you know, I mean, it's been great. It's been, you know, gradual levels of of coming into, I mean, I think you guys feel like I'm starting to feel the immense power of being the age that I am. Yeah. And it's amazing. It's suddenly things are getting very fun. It's almost (laughs) like there's an opening. That's exactly the words I use. It's kind of like, oh, this is it. It's like, this is awesome. There's this wisdom and these life experiences. And if you've, if you've done a lot of work mm-hmm. and you've connected to God or to spirit, whatever word you want to use, there's something really powerful about taking all those experiences yeah. and healing them and really awakening or expanding and then being able to play in life. 
When did it start becoming fun for you? When you said, "Oh, I've had lots of fun." I mean, I've had lots of fun at different different stages. So I think that well, so after after my experience in you know in high school, and then I left. Then I I had another very dark chapter, and Mm. and I ended up in a relationship and an an eventual marriage with an abusive individual. Mm. And so yeah, yeah, so it (laughs) was. It's a tough lesson, and it's one though that I. I uh, I regard as a part of my mastery. Mm-hmm. It's actually what helped me mm-hmm. come into a mastery, and you know, and many things could have happened. You know, I could have died. I could have had a child that I would have had to run with and mm-hmm. remain hidden because I'm that kind of mom. Wouldn't yeah. I? I accepted it for myself at some level, and I think I was in denial or illusion or the manipulation comes so underneath Mm -hmm. and it's so convoluted yeah this isn't something i ever witnessed in my own household you know it's not a pattern that Mm -hmm. was repeated i never repeated it again it was only with this one so the thing is is it was a karmic Mm -hmm. uh thing that needed to happen and so uh, I was very, very lucky that I didn't have children with this individual and that I was able to, you know, to move forward. Um, and then after that, I met the father of my two oldest boys. So his name was Lou Pyatt. He passed away some years ago now. Um, but we had a, a very, very amazing love affair for Aww. about 10 years. Really? Yeah, like, I didn't know that. Yeah, one for the ages, like literally wow. one for the books. Like if you had known me during that time, you wow. would have like I would have told you this is the love of of this age yeah. of my life. Most wow. people never even experience what I have, and I have had mine, and that and that's what it was. Mm-hmm. So for that to come to completion was one of the biggest just shocks. Mm-hmm. Like it, it it seems in seemed impossible, and there are still moments yeah. where it seems impossible wow. still because mm-hmm. you're. It's time is a funny thing, right? Mm-hmm. Time is a very yeah. fluid yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, in my mm-hmm. inner space, I can be right back there in yeah, that, that experience, that right? Yeah. Like that quick. quick. Yeah. So, but I, I had this love affair. We met on mm-hmm. Valentine's Day. It was a job <gasps> interview. Oh, my god. And gosh. literally by the end of breakfast, we were in love. It, it, it was oh, a past life memory. It's a soft, yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah you for knew. So, sure. and Lou was trying to figure it out. He was like, wait a second. Like, who are you, <laughs> whose sister are you? Well, yeah. Like, who are you married? Like, he had taken this meeting. He was in real estate. He had taken this meeting with me. Basically, my first husband's sister had cornered him and sort of put him on the spot. She was sort of very inappropriate and very brazen person. And so she called me and said, you know, this guy is waiting to hear from you. And I was like, you're so inappropriate. Like, I don't even have my my real estate license yet. But and did she know it was a match that she no, was trying to make? she was trying business. to get me a job. She was trying just to get me a about job. business. Okay, wow. So she sort of created this wow. thing and I called this man and he said, okay, I have Monday or Wednesday. I said, I'll take Wednesday. I looked at the calendar, it was Valentine's Day. Walked in and we were. Did just, you know instantly? I we knew instantly, but things were complicated, and I was still trying to get the job. Mm. Yeah, so yeah. He, just, he just like yeah. It was, it, it was the eighties, you know. No. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. He, he was like, he was like, uh, you know, uh, are you happy? Like he he asked me like point out like, are you happy? Were you and in I a relationship like, then? Yeah, I was married. You were I had married, married the, the abuser at the end. Oh. I just married him at the end to just yeah. run that race car into the wall. Sure. You know what? Just you get that go karma done. I get it. Just get the <laughs> karma done. The way it would not be me. Like, so, you know, it's funny because people hilarious. have like smoking. Like if, you, if you're addicted to something, you might have a dream that you, yeah. you know. Okay, so my dream was that he would, my first relationship husband was attach my leg and he wouldn't let go of my leg. And oh. I would be telling him, I don't love you, but I don't love you, but I don't love you, but he would never leave my leg. And, and that was really that? the dynamic of the entire seven years. Wow. So it wasn't that I didn't try or that I didn't move out or that I didn't, you know, it was just right. like it liter- literally was sort of like a- Appendage. Yeah, a parasite or something oh. that just yes. wouldn't get off. Yeah. So anyway, so yeah, so, so, um, so just to talk about relationships. So yeah. I've been married three times mm-hmm. and I'm in my third marriage now. <laughs> And um, uh, I call myself a relationship expert. I think you are. me, right? I've yes. been, been in the trenches. Yes. Um, but that relationship came to completion. And this is something mm. that I think is 
really empowering and really important mm. for us to understand that in our culture we have this idea like people say oh I'm so sorry your marriage failed and I just stop and I'm like yeah, what, okay. what does that even mean it's yeah. not a failure like it isn't a destination right I had 10 years of the most beautiful amazing time. experience with this individual and growth and love and gave birth to my two older your, boys who yes. are like just extraordinary and so how what can be a failure about that right. how is that a failure mm -hmm. so for me it was coming to completion and then I never realized I never even imagined that I would have another go at it and that I would meet Rich, Rich Roll, yes. who is my mm. partner. And it's been a very, this one was a very long sort of alchemical relationship mm -hmm. that we went through a lot together. And mm. it's been... Uh, How long have you and Rich yeah. been together? We've been together about, I think, going on 19 years. Wow. Yeah. I saw your podcast when you mm. were on with him. Oh, you guys were so, so cute. cute. I mean, I loved... You know, just, I mean, you're both standalone, mm -hmm. strong, mm -hmm. spiritual beings. Mm -hmm. And you've made room for each other, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. and you're taking each other on this ride. And it was, it was very powerful. Mm -hmm. I really enjoyed watching that and seeing the friendship and the love. And also, you know, you don't give each other, I mean, you give each other a little shit too, which I yeah. liked. It was like, you know what? They hold each other high. They hold, yes. And right. it's, and it's, but that's important mm -hmm. in relationships, yes. mm -hmm. particularly at this age of what we are. Yeah. You know, it's mm -hmm. a different, it's a different thing. No, it is. It's, 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 it's a blessing for us. I mean, we, to be able to work together in that way, and we don't work together on much, like most yeah. of what we do is separate, yeah. but we do come together. And there is something that, you know, Divine Mother, I never saw it coming. But the amount of transformation that has happened in this relationship is absolutely just really amazing. is it completely different than it was? Oh yeah, there's a there's a lot of I mean there is there is and there isn't like in our wedding photos you can see the beauty you can see the perfection mm -hmm. and that was the most perfect day of my life I mean literally one of the most magical experiences we had this spiritual wedding with like. Uh, gospel singers and oh. African wedding singers and channelers and wow. spiritualists and Bhagavan Das did a fire ceremony wow. and our little boys were like this big and they walked me down the aisle and they spoke to the crowd and it was literally mm, like I have chills. and the photos and just oh. every, it's just amazing just, so you can see it all it was all this that was the ceremony that mm -hmm. consecrated what we were going to do together and mm. then we got our ass kicked for nine <laughs> years. <laughs> Guess what? Boom. <laughs> was like, you have you really enjoyed this day. Yeah, I was like, you asked for it. <laughs> now <laughs> let's go through some refinement wow. yeah. so that you can actually be that frequency mm -hmm. that you have chosen for yourself. That's beautiful. And mm. so we went through a nine year financial collapse, mm. which was really, I mean, that's the 3D label of it, but mm -hmm. it was a spiritual alchemization of mm -hmm. us coming together as a family. Mm. And so in most cases, that kind of pressure would pull couples apart mm -hmm. because in our society, we, there's an expectation. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I went through that in, in the early days as well. You know, I was like, okay, is it too much for me to expect a certain level of income to be coming in from, mm -hmm. you mm -hmm. know, a person who went to Stanford and Cornell? Like, isn't isn't that supposed isn't that normal you know like why can't he produce more why am i struggling so much mm -hmm. and then here i was in you know spiritual expansion and live by your heart and all the lessons are in your heart and uh after about a seven year period or maybe six years i had had a lot of conversations with a lot of girlfriends who told me how right i was mm. a lot of people told yes. me how right i was yeah and nothing was changing in my marriage mm. and the more that i tried to help him the mm. more paralyzed he became mm. and so i was studying with one of my many indian masters but the particular master that gave me the name ma ananda Srimati. And um, it means blissful, beautiful, and fortunate, which it, the, the name of spiritual name has three meanings. Mm -hmm. It's the being of who you are, mm -hmm. it's the path to enlightenment, mm -hmm. and it's the goal of enlightenment if there is a goal. So me being an artist, I had been at the time studying and really trying and striving, and it had become very violent to me. Mm -hmm. and 
I was thinking that I had to be other than I was. Like mm -hmm. I had to study, I had to achieve something, mm -hmm. I had to master a meditation technique. And when I was given this name, it was like 10,000 bricks just fell off my oh, back. Wow. Because I'm a natural artist, I'm yeah. a creative being, that's just what I am. Yeah, and so at that time, Swami just said, blissful, beautiful, and fortunate, be that. And mm -hmm. at the time I was like, wow, that's like such an amazing name. The deeper meaning of it is that's how hard you are on yourself. Wow. Mm -hmm. wow. And that's the medicine that you, you need to, to just come be. out to be who you are. So it's tricky. Yeah. Like if you, you, you understand it at different levels. It's a beingness. Yeah, it's, it's a being. being it's exactly. a beingness. It's a beingness. Yeah, that's exactly. what I'm hearing. Yeah. And, and it's all over you. Mm -hmm. Like when you say those words, you're like, yes, oh. of course. Those yes. are your words, you know, which is really, really so, beautiful. But the interesting thing was, so, so this Indian master um, had spoken to me about divine love. So mm -hmm. he had spoken about human love. And he had said, human love is simply a business relationship. It says, mm -hmm. uh -huh. if you act this way, then I will love you. Yeah. And if you don't act that way, then I will withdraw my love from mm -hmm. you, right? Conditional love. Exactly. But divine love is not like that. It's mm -hmm. like the sun. So it's simply shining beautiful, eternally, infinitely eternally, without cessation, without discrimination, mm -hmm. without any judgment or analysis mm -hmm. whatsoever. It, has no, it doesn't matter what you've achieved, what you've earned, what you, doesn't, none of it. It's just, it just is on. Yeah. So, you know, when you're on, I've been to Peary's to ski with her and stayed at her beautiful home yeah. and with my boys. And but you know, when you take that ski lesson from like the 25th ski instructor, yes. and it's like they've been telling you the same, same thing, right. but then they say it the one time, the one, and, and then, then you're like, like clicks. Got okay, it. so that yeah. was my moment with this Indian master. Yeah. Oh. So I called Rich and I said, I am so sorry that I have been in your space. Oh. Um, he was struggling with his weight. He was uh, feeling his alcoholism a lot. He's a recovering alcoholic, mm -hmm. a lot of just a density around him, really paralyzed, unable to move, drinking venti coffees with three ad shots, wow. in and out burgers, just like plates, right? Wow. And I realized that if I am God, then he is also God. Mm -hmm. And not in a month or a year when he changes his diet to my liking, but just as he is right now. So I was like there. First, I did a little. I did a little come to Jesus moment. I was like, <laughs> "Are you staying with this individual?" Because mm -hmm. I obviously don't have a hard time leaving when it's appropriate, right? Yeah. I, I'm I'm sure. for the experience of evolution, and yeah, it has and to then be we're free, done. And then we're done. Right. But I really knew. Okay, I'm going to stay with this man. Mm. So I I called him and I said, I I have had my energy in your space. Because I had a better diet, because I was sure. healthier, was I was, I knew you more. Were living I was it. like, hey, read this book; it yeah. might help yeah, you, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. And that goes the more, well. right? We know that. <laughs> right. That works really well. Yeah. Yeah. The more I reached, the more yeah. paralyzed he became. Yeah, sure, it's tricky. It's it a is hard tricky. one to get. It is because right? it's a cross between nurturing and fixing. Yeah, exactly. For you, yes, right. Yes. And so um, I said, I release you. I release you to your life. And I think wow. he was expecting, he was like, wait a second. Like, yeah. he was like, you know, like checking the landscape. He, he thought he might yeah. get ambushed, you know, mm -hmm. someone jump out of the bushes or something like <laughs> just An intervention. Like, wait, what's happening? He's like, wait, what? Like, like what? But then he'll just, he describes it that then I was no longer in his space and he was left sitting in his own space. Dealing with himself. So do you, so this is key for relationships. Yes. For it's women. everything. Yes. It's let, it's, right. it's let him be. I had this experience this year. You did. That exact experience. Wow. Amazing. Yeah, did. I stepped back and I was like, I was so in his space of mm -hmm. like, I knew all the answers. I was the right one. He wasn't spiritual enough or evolved enough. And who am I? He's God as well, right? And it was the same exact thing. And I, I just went, it was a surrender. Mm -hmm. And it's like, this is your life. And I hold you high. And I love you. And that was it. And I just let go. And it just like, and you did it without judgment, which no. was what I was really no. impressed about was because it. I was like, what, you know, mm -hmm. are you, you can't, well, you can't mm -hmm. do it. It doesn't work if you do it with judgment. No. It's, it's not no a retaliation. No. no, it's and not I, a manipulation. No. It's, it's a beingness. It. And it was a real love. And, and I, I love this man. Yeah. And I was, your friends start to say things. Yeah. And, right. you know, it's, 
it's almost like you buy into your own story, right? You're finding evidence with your story. Yeah. And I was like, you know, he's a wonderful man. Like, yeah. And it really took me that, that just, just pulling back and the awakening of going, what am I doing? You know, it was, and, and, and then allowing him the space to, to really share with me, you know, Di, these are all the things I've really been feeling when you've mm. done that. And I'm like, I get, and really hearing him, not like, yes, yes, yes. It's right. like really getting it. But so, you yeah. listened, and you did, powerful. and you listened without uh, what I saw on the mm-hmm. outside, without being triggered, yeah. which was really because he said some pretty tough stuff, mm-hmm. and yeah. she really accepted it, embodied it, didn't mm-hmm. take it personally. And I was sitting there going, "Who are you?" You know. Mm-hmm. But right. she was really in that. Mm-hmm beautiful, accepting, loving well, place. Well, nothing's outside ourselves, right? So if it's coming back, I mean, and I'm very clear on that. Yeah. So I was like, I've created this experience. It's here so for me great. and for us. And so let's go, Let, let's do it. So and it, everything, the space just got cleared and the whole relationship just completely it's elevated. Mm-hmm. So great. Yeah. 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 And I really believe that marriage right now in our country is has shifted. It's, it's such a blaming thing you know mm-hmm. instead of understanding that we all come together to heal in a and destination to and if you're conscious enough for that I think it's such a beautiful experience it's amazing mm-hmm. oh, beautiful mm-hmm. it's great. So, yeah so cool. very cool so that experience for yeah. Rich and me um, that is what catalyzed the storyline of our life mm-hmm. so we didn't have on our you know, on our list that we were going to be wellness leaders in this space. <laughs> I, I wasn't going to be a vegan chef or create food. Um, everything, it, it, it's sort it, the, the amazing thing though is, is I always say the universe knows your heart's desires better than you know yourself. Sure. And by stepping into serving the heart and not getting caught in the fear and like, let's say, you know, Rich was doing law. Mm-hmm. So like we were going through financial collapse. So logically what he should have done has been just trying to get a law job like whatever he could have done mm-hmm. but i knew that that life was killing him that mm-hmm. that was not a triumphant life mm-hmm. that was not a victorious life so what i said is you train he loved training he found out that he loved training he became vegan you know he mm-hmm. wrote a memoir called finding ultra and it's about our life yeah. and about his journey he became an endurance athlete but it was he was tortured because we literally didn't have money for food it was crazy. Wow. So we, we didn't pay mortgage, property, t- taxes, or insurance for five years. And um, I was doing ceremony and meditation mm-hmm. and, you know, and I knew this was going to shift. Like I was holding that, I call it extreme faith. Yes. So I had that extreme faith. I had it in my vision. I knew it. I knew it for ourselves. And it was, he was tortured. And I would tell him, you train first, which made no sense, okay? He is not the fastest guy. He is old already. He's already 40 by this time. Wow. So there's no, there yeah. is no logical money in a career in athletics. <laughs> there, like, it doesn't no. even make any sense. Right. But I knew that the heart has all that, the, the heart is the key. And he loved mm. athletics as a child. Like he was mm. a swimmer and he swam in college for Stanford. So his body likes to move, it likes to be athletic. And he also is an adoring fan of people, you know, mm. artists and athletes. And I just was like, this is what you do. You train first, you know, you eat, you keep on this thing the way yeah. you want, you train first. You see the meat and the kids second. And if a law job just drops in your lap, you service it quickly with no emotional attachment. So let's not try to make things suffering, but you're not gonna go after that. And I have to admit, I thought the help was going to come a lot sooner than it did. <laughs> there was a lot of patience. I have to tell you, a lot of faith. Had I known, I don't know if I'd be sitting here. But um, <laughs> I remember like writing this post once. I was like, "You have to let go of the raft and swim with me." You know, I was like, "I was like swimming." He understands the swimming metaphor. Yeah, it's so good. I was like, "Come swim, let's swim together." <laughs> And then it was like, oh my God, like another three years. So and like funny. every financial <laughs> so and, funny. every financial analyst that we knew, like everybody who's smart, yeah. you know, in yeah. money matters. Yeah. yeah. They were like, you know, you're insane, you're gonna lose your house, like they're gonna come. You know, this is how it goes. Like mm-hmm. this is how it goes, mm-hmm. Julie. And our mutual friend Stu Bone, actually, mm-hmm. who Kiri knows, and you know Stu, you know, Stu as well. Yeah. So Stu's, you know, 
he's a very prolific in yeah. uh, commercial real estate. It's yeah. not like he doesn't know what he's doing. Right. And one of my favorite times was with <laughs> Stu came back That's and he's okay. like, he's like, Srimati, he's like, you taught me the meaning of quantum physics. He said, because you held the vision and I, and I knew you were wrong. Like I knew, I was just like looking at my watch, like they're, this is how these things go. Like she's right. just gonna lose it. And he's like, and everything went your way. Everything. That's so amazing. And he's like, you cool. changed my life, literally. And, and that like, says a lot, because like, I, I know Stu. I know Stu, that says yeah, a lot right big. there. That's incredible. So that was, a, that was super, super sweet. So anyway, yeah, so it's all, it, the thing that's amazing is that when I, First met Rich, he was sort of very kind of muscly, which I'm, that's not my mm -hmm. preference in, mm -hmm. in a man. I like the rock star sort of sinewy, thin type yeah. mm -hmm. individuals. So at the, when he had done Ultraman the second time when I crewed for him, I had my rock star. I like, was literally, yeah. like I was even, I was even laughing because oh, the universe even, even changed the physical looks to my liking. Oh my God! It was powerful. You were a powerful, powerful manifester powerful. girlfriend. I mean, it's that's so, amazing. So wild. So we're just gonna sit here and let her give our no. I love this story, and you know what? So and I true. love just being in the present, whatever comes forward, because I think this mm -hmm. is a real important conversation for women about being patient and trusting their own faith, and trusting their own belief. And and you know what? Mm -hmm. You're gonna go against the tide of what most normal people are, but you're being authentic yeah. to yourself. Yeah. And that's an important message. But it's important in relationship to, too. I feel in relationship and I also feel in the world today. Yeah. I that, mean, we yeah, are we are yeah. at a at a place in yeah, in, in at least what we think in evolution. I mean, I'm I'm up for the spiritual uh, magical mystery tour and I cultivate those energies all the time. Yeah. So um, I live in amazing hope and expansion, yes. and there is a lot of science and and, and uh, mm -hmm. information that we have yeah. only 11 years to shift the traje trajectory yeah. of planet, planet Earth. That's not that long. That's, no. that's around like, the no, corner. That's like that's like that, right? mm -hmm. So, yeah. um, so this is one of the reasons why. I mean, as powerful creators, so we are creating our reality. Right. And coming to this point in my life where I've been married three times mm -hmm. and I had gave birth to four children mm -hmm. and raised a fifth. My nephew lived with mm -hmm. us for seven years. And and so, you know, you get through life and it's kind of like, okay, I don't need any more dinners or any more, yeah. you know, it's like, mm -hmm. uh, I think, I think we're all looking for deeper meaning, for deeper mm -hmm. connection, for mm -hmm. authenticity. And so um, I had the funny experience. I went to see um, Chakrapani. Do you guys know who he is? I do know, yes. So Chakra Chakrapani was, he passed away a few years ago, but he was a world-renowned Vedic astrologer, like mm -hmm. one of the yeah, ages, like just yeah. like Amazing. epic, mm -hmm. epic Carol, figure. Carol, Carol, probably yeah. Yeah. yeah, and so I had never gone to see him, but I went to see him near the end of his life just really to roll by and say hi. Mm -hmm. I have a lot of past life lineages in the Vedic traditions and I just wanted to see him mm. in physical. So we had a really fun session, laughed our butts off and shared all this experience. And, and he would lay out my things in my, my chart and he'd say, you have no possibility for a good relationship with your father this lifetime. And I would say, that's exactly right. That's exactly right. That's the whole, that's the whole subject of my whole life. And he's like, I know. It says it's right, right here. Right here. <laughs> and then he'd say, so and you have a husband. He's like, now you have a husband who's, sort of a celebrity and very athletic and i would go that's true he and he'd say i know, I know. <laughs> it's right here right so at the end of that reading i i wanted to know my death date because i had come to this cul culmination and you know as somebody i'm um i have a spiritual mentorship group called water tiger and one of the reasons is that i use that as, as a forum to really merge with nature and to really be in just the core natural organic uh, design of what the life form is like all of yeah. us unique like one in the entire mm -hmm. multiverse so I have parts of my personality where I transform through the darkness so mm -hmm. like a tiger I go into the dark mm -hmm. and I work in those areas and those are really like beautiful 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 moments so I said I want to know my death date and yeah. they never tell anybody their no. death date and they're like he's like why do you know one of your death date I go I just want to know because yeah. I want to know well, like how much time I got left yeah, and I go if you tell me it's tomorrow I'm just going to do a ritual and cancel it so mm. you can I tell me. I love that answer. I go, but I want to know kind of what the yeah. points are, what the right. map looks like. Yeah. And then what we all need to realize is that no chart defines you. It is mm -hmm. the like a pre, like a, it's like a tendency, I would mm -hmm. say, of of things that will happen in your life. Now, 
the houses I built are in my chart. Uh, two, oh, yeah. but I but I have an extra child that was not in my chart. That was really? another agreement that I made. So huh. we have to understand you're not yeah. held by your chart. There's chart be well be, within yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Yes. it can be really useful to yeah. just get a guide. Mm -hmm. So he wouldn't tell me, wouldn't tell me. So that I started asking him all these other questions, like when one dies with the planet being in this. <laughs> you know, so finally at the end, he was giggling and giggling. I was like, there. I was like, is that where it is? And he's like, and I'm like, and how do I die? And he's like, suddenly. So I was like, okay, good. good. So now I'm, that I know that, so I'm sitting in my office, one of my offices is mm -hmm. in my garden, which is this wild, unkept three acre land piece Beautiful. in Malibu where I have wow. my sacred sanctuary that I ended up get, getting from the bank, winning and getting a modification. It's of like it never did. happened. It's amazing. It's, <laughs> it's crazy. But so I sit in there in the middle of the sage bush in the morning to just really drop into nature and have experiences mm -hmm. with different animals. And mm. so I'm thinking to myself, okay, so in my death date, I'm gonna live to be 84. That's mm -hmm. what it looks like. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, okay, so I've got like 27 years. And I started laughing. Then I started thinking of Rich in my relationship, and then yeah. I started laughing. And then, <laughs> and then I was like, and then I was like, mm, I guess I can make some cheese. So I guess I I have some time have to time. launch this plant-based cheese company. Yes. So can I give you guys yes. some cheese? Yes. Look at we we have okay. our napkins. We've been salivating. I'm so I know. I'm like breaking okay, into so it. So tell everybody how these okay. cheeses are different. So these cheeses are completely plant-based. That means there's no dairy in them at all. There's yeah. no animal products right. in them at all and I published three cookbooks so I've created almost 500 vegan recipes um, and uh, after I finished my first book I realized that there was this huge opportunity in plant-based cheeses because what I had made very basically was so delicious but I knew there was a possibility of creating something amazing. Mm -hmm. So I started um, very very childlike um, and I like creating like from from a child kind of standpoint. So what I did is I was open to the mystery and this is mm. something that I like to talk about, you know, our children and how important mm. it is for us not wow. to standardize our children. Mm -hmm. How do you go? What do you guys think? Mm. I want the whole thing. First of all, <laughs> it this melts is so good. It's very, very, seriously. very. No, seriously. It really satisfies that cheese. And you know what? Desire. Cheese was taken away from me a year ago because of my autoimmune right. disease. Right. Mm. Exactly. And to have something like this, I feel like I can have my cheese back, yes. and I'm a happy girl. Yes. Yes. yes oh my definitely. God, Julie, this is amazing. This is incredible. <gasps> Thank you. Thank you so much. Mm. I've served it for mm. uh, quite a few years. Mm. I'm so excited. <laughs> Where can we so buy this cheese? Yes. Um, so the cheese is is only available via subscription. So I was a fashion designer. So this is a, a called Spire. It's a spirulina blue. Mm. And it's not really, blue cheese is really gamey to me. This yeah. is, it's not. It's a new, it's the new evolution of cheese. Wow. And it has a spirulina now, in it. Now is this nut-based? It like, is, these okay. are cashew-based. Mm -hmm. And in the box, you get mm. all six flavors. Mm. So um, you get mm. three, eight, no, you get four aged wheels. And then um, I have two flavors. I have a fresh mozzarella that's shipped in crystal salted waters. So it's mm. in a jar, like fresh balls. And this one's called Elder. This has activated charcoal in it. So it's mm. a little bit of a detox, wow. which oh, is really amazing. Mm. And um, Julie, this we were so, so hungry. This, this couldn't have been so the best. Good. I'm ordering oh, it today. It's, it's so good. So you you can subscribe wow. a monthly, every other month or quarterly, and you mm -hmm. get it all mm. in a sacred altar box. So the mm. name of the collection is called Shrimu, S-R-I-M-U. Of course, mm -hmm. Srimati has a nod to me. Mm -hmm. But Mu for two reasons. Obviously, in honor of our beautiful, mm -hmm. majestic cows Cow. that have been mm -hmm. being brutalized and, mm. and really, really tortured. You know, the females for milk, mm. they're basically impregnated incessantly. And their babies are taken from them and they scream and they cry. And it's oh. like, we don't like to look at this, you know, as humans, we just we just don't oh, want to know. We don't right. want to know, but right. but we need to know. We, we need, need to, to know. know. It's our planet. Yeah, our planet. it's our planet. Mm -hmm. And so, so Moo to them, but also Moo is also the name of ancient Lemuria. It's also, mm. um, it's, a, it's an ancient, 
time in in this realm in in history mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. some say is only mystical but i know that it's actually mm -hmm. real and during that time we lived in creativity and beauty mm -hmm. and divinity oh. so it's shri Mu. this like in the days of avalon um it's pre Mario yeah, was, way was way was yeah. Pre, yeah. way pre mm. yeah so That's i'm very good. very happy with the cheese i've served it for probably three years now and i've seen you know, people that are really heavy meat eaters just go crazy for it. So oh, this it's is always so fun creamy. for me to see the reaction. I mean, I'm in shock at how good this is. I have to just tell you, I was so bummed when I when they were telling me, no dairy products, yeah, no blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And cheese, I was huge cheese person. And my kids were yeah. like, Mom, just because you can't have cheese, I mean, we can't. Yeah, right. They would love this. Yes. And kids, my kids are picky, but that that's right. like better than... That's what I say. I, I say it's better because I never have had a breakout or any digestive issues from it because the nuts are soaked and they have aging additives in them and like cultures. Mm. And so they're in fact sort of like a probiotic in a way. Oh, really? So that's yeah, yeah. got those benefits of it. Yeah, a lot. Definitely mm. a lot. So the, also in the box, so you'll get four of these wheels. You'll get a jar with fresh, fresh mozzarella, and then you'll get a smoked almond cheddar ball, which is not oh. your grandma's cheese ball. And it's Perfect for holidays. Good. It's super, super good. Yeah. It's so so anyway, delicious. so I just I mentioned on the ritual podcast in um, September, and I've already sold 400 subscriptions. Oh. No one's tasted any of the cheese yet. So I literally, so cool. I wanted to do this podcast so much because of Piri and because mm -hmm. I knew yeah. you guys. You know, you're amazing moms, mm. and Thank I you. know that it's women that are going to transform the planet. And right. it's like, we can. Yes. We have the ability, we, we have the bandwidth, we have the knowledge, the yep. wisdom, the compassion. It. It's, it's the right way to lead. Yes. And one of the most, like literally, I've been in my kitchen two days. So I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have come out for anyone mm. else but you guys, but oh. I knew. Thanks. Lee. So the... The thing is, is it's not it's not just the cultures that are in the cheese. It's mm -hmm. the culture that I'm creating in this business that is called Shrimu. This is a global mission. Mm -hmm. It has a business mission, which is to create the most delicious cheeses on planet Earth. Not vegan cheeses, cheeses. cheeses. It's just good for everyone. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter what, what right. your eating style is. And the sacred mission or the secret mission is to activate as many humans as possible mm. into remembering themselves as, as divine, mm. remembering who they are, activating their own awareness. Humans are humane. We are yeah. compassionate, loving, feeling, immensely powerful beings. Completely. And yes. we have forgotten who we are. Yes. And it's not so our fault. It's been an agenda. It's been mm -hmm. superimposed on us. Mm -hmm. And so those of us, like, Right us now. that are here doing mm -hmm. this kind of supporting this kind of work we came here for this moment we're in the vip sure. seats yeah. this is the moment right mm -hmm. so i'm going all out like this is this is going to be in every area of the planet it's not a small idea it's not something for the little julie i have plenty mm -hmm. of things that i've done for the little julie <laughs> yeah. um but this is a much bigger mission. It is. And it's globally mm -hmm. amazing also that I am mostly women, so over over 75% women in the company, mm -hmm. and then also um, bringing in diversity as well. Love that. So um, I'm excited about the culture we're gonna create. Right now, um, the people that make the cheese, they're called sacred makers. Oh, oh I, love I love everything and about so, this. I'm just yeah. so um, excited. Before <laughs> anybody touches the cheese, we um, sit down and breathe. It's a breathing practice. So it's bringing all of the energy into the present space. The space has piped in nature sounds, so bird sounds, wow. uh, rainforest sounds, rain from all over the planet. We're bringing in a huge um, nature photographs floor to ceiling from a photographer named Andrew Studer and of the Columbia Gorge, so that as everybody's in, in the facility making, we're remembering why we're doing this, how much this heals the planet, how much mm -hmm. land it saves, you know, how much air it saves, oceans, Beautiful. oceans as well. Sure. So, um, so that's really, really amazing. And, uh, you know, I've got people in there and they're just like, it feels so good to go to 
they're they're coming to participate in a mission. Yes. Yeah. They're it's a not calling. just coming it's to a like calling. right. Well, Deep when you calling. speak about it, you you feel it. Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. And I always I, mm. I I truly believe that that is what healing and waking up. It's a remembrance. It's yeah. a remembrance mm -hmm. of who we really are. Completely. And as soon as people start to remember, there's and there's there's a raising of the consciousness and then so possibilities and the possibilities and so mm -hmm. I love and also what you just shared and I'd love to know more about this what you were just talking about we're, we're at this amazing time mm -hmm. to be on planet earth mm -hmm. women and I believe that and so what is it to you to be getting older to having all this wisdom to having this sacred mission share a little yeah, about definitely that. so I want to just put it, put in the field, put in the in the conversation mm -hmm. now that I think an empowering opportunity for us as women mm -hmm. and of all beings is to consider the frequency of eternalization mm -hmm. rather than aging. Mm. Love that. So beyond. I'm eternalizing. Like I exist beyond this realm. Mm -hmm. There is only the death culture in this mm -hmm. realm. There isn't death in other realms. So we have taken a piece of ourselves and come into this field mm -hmm. to participate in creating a new timeline mm -hmm. or creating a new frequency. Okay. And so of course we're subject to the conditions on planet Earth. Mm -hmm. However, I feel and I have experienced in my own being by knowing, you know how knowledge is power. Once you know, you can't not know. Right. Mm -hmm. And we know a lot of things now that we didn't know 10 years ago. Right. Like we know milk doesn't do a body good. We right. know the banks aren't trying to help us out. Right. We, we know that the system, Politics. it'll be great. 2% will be right. okay. You know, right. we're, we're starting to see, <laughs> I mean, it's very blatant now, which it really wasn't. Even when I went through my financial collapse, it was very hot topic for me to be going through financial collapse. That was very uncomfortable to mm -hmm. many people because mm -hmm. it raises their fear of, of what the whole happen. thing and and the beauty for me is that that alchemized the fear of money out of my body i don't have right, it you don't have it it's, mm -hmm. it's gone mm -hmm. where before if you had just walked by and said like american express you know, like, <laughs> my blood pressure would have been like you know i love and that so because, much well I'm yeah, exactly, exactly i'm a free agent because yeah. i saw time and time again being down to nothing Mm -hmm. And something appearing. I'm yeah. down to one potato, something appearing. It, was it wasn't mm. nice. I didn't have a bank account for four years, which mm -hmm. is seeming ridiculous. But mm. again, and then I would have to just talk to people and say, could you pay me cash? Mm -hmm. It's yeah. a conversation. Yeah. It's a communication, right? Right. Ask for what you want. But so this eternalization. And so what I, what I experienced, and my husband's four years younger than I am. I was married to a man who was 17 years older than I was. Mm -hmm. And at the time when we fell in love, I said, I'm really, really upset about the age difference. You know, and he was like, well, I can't do anything about I know. that, you know? <laughs> and we loved each other enough, and I'm so glad that, you know, we went for it and we had that and we had the boys. But I guess what I want to talk about, and I think is really important, is that we need to understand that in the spiritual traditions, in the Vedic knowledge, mm -hmm. The part of the life that is the most prolific for the feminine frequency is beyond childbearing years. Mm -hmm. Now, in our culture, we have this implant that's been put in for feminine suppression that when you can no longer have children, you're useless. Right. You're just exactly. useless. And there's going to be a younger model that's going to be put in. Mm -hmm. Now, the masculine has been served, and this isn't a heterosexual you yeah. know, paradigm, like mm -hmm. my daughter, who's like 15, would probably be like rolling her eyes and like falling off the back of the couch right now. <laughs> right. Because, so would mine. So yeah, right, you know, because they're in the like no right. gender, yes. like so. Right. So they're breaking these these bounds. Yeah. But there's many of us that are in mm -hmm. this paradigm. So mm -hmm. it, yeah. it's, you know, we can talk about it. But the thing is, is that to understand, like, I never knew that. I never knew that that was the that was the nature of life, that this would be my most prolific time. Mm -hmm. And so when you're in your younger years, you're spending all the time trying to hide or trying to resist, resist. what is coming, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then um, I had this thing in my, I, I, I observed it in my own being. It was an mm -hmm. implant of a fear inside of me that rich would trade me for a younger model. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the thing that's lurking inside of most of us mm -hmm. True. that we have not really looked at. And some, sometimes we come to it and go, oh, well, I'm gonna be 
a free spirit and I'm going to mm -hmm. sleep with whoever I want. But that's not really, that's not really empowerment. No, it's not. So what I did in my own experience is I went into a shamanic uh, ceremony that I conducted for myself and I called that fear forward and I called it out in the collective and I rescinded any participation with it. Great. I removed it from my field and said, I, I, I will not participate with that. You don't have the right to be in my field. And I am an eternal being. I mean, eternal being. I'm not interested in being 20. No. I'm interested in, in integrating all of my lifetimes into a single frequency of power, being. of true radiant power. Yeah. And then you can go into, even now, in times of like Atlantis, which was the most mm -hmm. advanced human civilization in associated with this realm mm -hmm. and beyond. Mm -hmm. It was also a way station to other dimensions. Mm -hmm. But when you interacted sexually in that realm, you weren't, I mean, you know, let's just be, let's be clear the way that humans have sex, you know, from a, you know, can you imagine like a high realized being like watching that thing? Right. I mean, you're just like, like, know, you know, right. it's, like, like, it's not that high vibe. It's right. like, what? It's not that high vibe. Right. It can be fun and passionate, and sure. I love sex, and right. I have amazing sex, and right. I can say all that stuff. And mm -hmm. you know, I've pay, I've played, I've seduced men into that. Sure. I've, I've played that whole role. I'm just saying, there's something beyond, way there's beyond, way that. beyond that. So if we can, if you can be powered up in your vibration, and you can be fully, fully sovereign, like fully embodied in all that you are. There is nothing more beautiful than more that. Sexy, and you're, more sexy. And you're divine in your divinity. Yeah. You know, when I first heard that word, mm. I grew up like you, believed in Jesus, went to church and became saved and went to Oral I Roberts University. I do too. Jesus is my... Right, right? But I remember when I first heard that word divine, mm. I equated it with religion. I right. equated it with, you know, and I thought, no, I don't want to be in my divinity. I, I That's just not... And it was probably about 10 years ago when I started realizing, you know, who I was, like you're talking about, beyond. Mm -hmm. And who was I as a spiritual woman who's gone through the fire, who's coming out as a phoenix, who's done it time and time and time again. Mm -hmm. And you start to let go of those fears and you start seeing the beauty of the ashes. Mm -hmm. Right? And that's where I found like the divinity, the higher part of us and higher part of me and started looking at women differently. Mm -hmm. I mean, instead of looking at women like these human beings that you'd have jealousy with or co competition mm -hmm. with or whatever, you know, when I looked at the divinity in other women because I saw the divinity in myself, mm -hmm. then I was able to raise the vibration mm -hmm. in my friendships and mm -hmm. my, you know, relationships mm -hmm. and it changed everything. That's so great. Just changed everything. So, I, you know, I really resonate yeah, just, with what you're saying. It's important to say that too. I mean, we have some words that are problematic, yes. you know, in spiritual circles, yeah. like God, right? you know, like divine, you know, it's problematic. Yeah. And it so triggered. we kind of need to like try to make up new words, but you know, you know, I love God. But it is, you know? what, but it is. is what it is. Yeah, I agree with that. But, it is. It's like, you but say, it is, pro it mm -hmm. is problematic. And I understand yeah. you know, why, why mm -hmm. that would have been. So I guess the thing is, is I think now, Oh, well, first of all, let's talk about just energetically, planetarily. Okay, so I'm going to say something really controversial. Okay. <laughs> but maybe. No. We like no. this. I love that. So Julie. this, I'll just, I'm just going to present it the way that it was presented to me. And then, no, he, you know, that. you can like sit, sit with it or not. And, mm -hmm. you know, I'm not here. I'm just here to share experience. So years ago, I, you know, they could say about me, she left no stone unturned. I've studied with every kind of master in every kind love of it. area. Mm -hmm. Many, many. And so about, uh, I don't know, eight, maybe eight years ago or maybe more some uh, Lakota Sioux chief was talking to me about the moon and about the fact that the moon is not what we think it is mm -hmm. and at the time I was like you know you're clearly insane but okay you know mm -hmm. like that was what I was thinking but I just sort of put that out on a shelf and there was all these ideas like that there were races living on the moon and that there was a backside of the moon that there were all this space uh, mm -hmm. uh, you know um, activity that nobody knew mm -hmm. and why do you only see one side of the moon mm -hmm. and you know it was sort of these kind of things and I actually saw film footage from a, from a filmmaker mm -hmm. that uh, looked very real. I mean, it could have been it could have been CGI'd or it could have, you know I'm not mm -hmm. in the film business, but mm -hmm. it was like a lot of information, mm -hmm. and I just put it over there and didn't talk about it. And then 
some years later, another person that I really, really respect uh, sort of mentioned that the moon is an inorganic planet in our system. Mm. I'm like, huh. So then a few years passed, and then another group that I really, really respect had a whole other narrative about it. So now I have about seven, right, over the years that have brought this forward. Wow, yeah. okay. And I've seen videos on it, and I've seen presentations on it, we talked about it. But let's just take it really basic in this discussion of femininity. So feminine is associated with the moon, right? Mm -hmm. So in, in spiritual circles, we're always doing moon, yeah. and mm -hmm. it's always, yes. oh, I'm a moon, and I'm on my moon, and the whole thing. But let's look at what the moon is. The moon doesn't have its own light source. Hmm. The moon has not light. It has to be reflected by the sun, which right. is said to be the masculine. Right. Okay, so that's interesting to just look yeah. at. Then you look at the name lunar, and it means lunacy, crazy, right? <laughs> crazy associated with feminine. And even if you're a type of man and you go look at the moon too long, you turn into a monster, like a werewolf. werewolf. Mm -hmm. Okay, so the moon, when you have full moons, it's documented. It's not my opinion. It's documented. There's more rapes, murders, suicides. Mm -hmm. You overbleed on your menses. Mm -hmm. the, the moon seems to bring out not really the best in us. Mm -hmm. It's really an amplification. Now, if you're a shaman like we are, modern shamans, yeah. we can use the moon and use that frequency. So I use the frequency but I now know what it is. Mm -hmm. So about eight years ago, I stopped identifying with the moon. I am a solar being. I have my own light. I am fully a solar being. We're all solar beings. So there's another um, group that has, actually a, a husband-wife couple that's brought in some new geometrics. And one of them is called the solar feminine. Mm -hmm. And I spin this form in some of my retreats and it's actually the interaction with the lights and the codes activate that memory and that DNA. So it's something that we need to understand that almost everything in this realm has been manipulated Manipula and reversed. Mm -hmm. And that includes mm -hmm. spiritual traditions. Mm -hmm. So it's very important for us to be very responsible with our own energetic light field, to understand how to test energies, to understand that if you have something come and appear or some person, you need to know how to test that person hmm. because dark arts can pick up any kind of form and show them to you and you think you're seeing Buddha, but you're not really seeing Buddha. Mm. So it's, it's a responsibility mm -hmm. and a groundedness. So I'm not talking unicorn and rainbows here. No. It's like yeah. we're, we, are, we yeah. came here to do this. To do this. Yeah. And mm -hmm. so we have to understand that we have to bring out our intuitive abilities. Mm -hmm. And when I had a, a recent collaboration with a, a male uh, who said one thing here, mm -hmm. there was one thing happening here, yeah. and then in the actions it was totally the reverse. Different. And then at the end when I backed away, he accused me of everything that he had done, right? And the, but the amazing thing was I was so grateful to him and I was thanking him in meditation, like really at a soul level, because it had nothing, no mm -hmm. hook in me. It was just nothing, nothing, so nothing even there. Great. And that, oh, sorry, I'm hitting the mic. That freedom, you know, that freedom to be sovereign in your own power mm -hmm. and to understand. And also, there's nothing to um, fight against. Right. You know, it's the power of that neutrality, mm -hmm. the neut neutral knowing and the beingness. Yeah. And so I can see that life form, and I can even go into gratitude for that life form. Mm -hmm. Bless you, gave me that experience. Yes, like, yeah. it's so great. Mm -hmm. And it's not, you know, Beautiful so lessons. it doesn't have to be like in, in that other realm. Mm -hmm. So I would say what I wanted to share, because knowledge is power, and so mm -hmm. even if one person gets this, or maybe millions of people will get this, is that there are new feminine frequencies that have started flooding into the planetary mm -hmm. realm that have never existed here before. Mm. And so it's like we've, we haven't known our true feminine because she's never been here. Wow. Because she was separated so many thousands of years ago on this timeline. And so for us, Powerful. I don't think we even know what it looks like, but sitting here- You can here, feel it. You can yeah. feel it that. It's an essence. Right? Yeah. I mean, it's so, mm. yeah. It, it, we don't, oh, I have chills which is always truth. But you know, you, we, we, not you, we, 
it's it's this knowing, like you were talking about, mm -hmm. that it's time, it's yeah. go time, yeah. and you feel it, mm -hmm. and that's what Perry and I were. Have, I've talked about this for quite a while, and and how it's showing up is in every, it's everywhere, mm -hmm. and so I really feel that it's a responsibility mm -hmm. for women yes. that are and here right now. And we need help. When you're talking mm -hmm. about other energies coming in and different, we need help because mm -hmm. it's literally shifting the axis another direction. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's mm -hmm. like coming to that halt and saying, whoa, 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 mm -hmm. past stuff that's been going on, we got to shift it now mm -hmm. and so, soon. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. So how would you, what would you say for, for pe women that are listening mm -hmm. and saying, wow, that, you know, I feel it. These mm -hmm. are, she put words to me with something I've been feeling, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. But what would you say to people that are like, I don't even know, like, this is all, how do I make a big difference in the world? Or how do I love myself? Or, you know, really embody who I am? Like, what would be simple things? Mm -hmm. So my Water Tiger community, which is my mm -hmm. online mentorship program, mm -hmm. is designed for this purpose. And so the, the way that it came about is that, you know, I'd studied with so many different traditions. Yeah. I mean, different races from other planets to indigenous to you know Mayan mm -hmm. to Vedic I mean just every All single kind yeah. and what I learned from my wisdom that I gained is that every life being has its own perspective and so then I was like at the end of my life I can't say I didn't fully realize myself because I was doing it Perry's way mm -hmm. I can't say that you know yeah. then so even though the buddhist traditions are beautiful or the vedic traditions are beautiful and yeah I, I mean study them all and like go into them but i think we spend our life running away from ourselves and external everything's external mm -hmm. and so in water tiger i i've created like a, a platform where i can share techniques that it doesn't matter it doesn't matter if you agree or you resonate with what i said or mm -hmm. you don't or you're uh, this kind of being or that kind mm -hmm. of being or you prefer black or you prefer orange or it mm -hmm. just doesn't matter mm -hmm. because I'm not trying to give you techniques to make you like you. I'm not giving you techniques to tell you a consensus. There is no consensus. Mm -hmm. My journey to enlightenment is going to be completely unique to mm -hmm. you, to you, to mm -hmm. anybody. Mm -hmm. So there is no right way or wrong way. Right. There is only the mission of self-discovery. That's it. Mm. That's it. That's it. So when you put your head down on the pillow at night, let it be your life that you led, mm. not, some, not for someone else. And some of the techniques, like, one of the first techniques that I did is a, it's a kind of a take on yoga nidra, which is like a lucid sleeping practice, ancient. But it's to bring awareness through the body as presence of God consciousness. Mm -hmm. And so you take it through the body and it lights up the entire internal body and brings the whole body online. Mm -hmm. Another one that I do is mirror work. Yeah. So going in the mirror and, you know, really sitting, seeing. sitting and seeing and then going to the next stage of the mirror where you see other dimensional identities coming in, starting to interact mm -hmm. with those and identify those. Mm -hmm. But at the, but you don't even need to. Like I would just say, serve yourself, be selfful. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying be a narcissist. No. I'm saying serve yourself. Mm -hmm. Understand that you are made in divinity, that there's only one of you in the entire multiverse. There, you don't That's exist. True. That's right. So if you don't fulfill your design, then then it your get your life form didn't succeed or didn't didn't realize at that mm -hmm. level. And so we've been taught in spirituality yeah. that it's not spiritual to to center on yourself. So you have all these people walking around thinking, I need to be spiritual, so I need to do something important. So I need to put pressure on myself. Mm -hmm. And I think that's wrong timing. I, I think totally that produces yeah. like a lot of Derek Zoolanders, like, you know, I want to make a school for kids who can't read good. But the thing is, is you can't do it until you've become it. That's right. Yeah. And I, I always, I, and we were saying this, we were talking about this yesterday. I believe people are like, what do I do? And I'm like, you heal, your, you heal however that looks. And you mm -hmm. love, you love because that's what transmutes and transforms. And so when you love your family, you love your neighbor, you don't have to go. And, Doesn't and have to be even huge. putting the energy of love into the universe, it, 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 without sounding airy-fairy, it mm -hmm. completely shifts. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I really, truly believe that if every person just, you know, like you said, 
God is within, God mm -hmm. is without. It's like really take that time to get to know who you are mm -hmm. yeah. because you're the only one like you. Yeah. And then you get to bring that into then you, the world. Then you're serving. You know? We've got to end this time. We're going to have to have you back for part oh, yeah, two. Oh, for sure. Because it's like you I'd have so much to share. Yeah, so much. And thank you because thank that you. was we took it to another level. And I think it's important because so many women are at different levels in their life. You know, mm -hmm, beginning and yeah. mid and, mm -hmm. and and beyond. And you represent that just mm -hmm. hierarchy of you know total and fully embodied. Mm -hmm. So thank, thank you, you for sharing. Yeah, thank you, thank your, you so much, yeah, thank you Julie. So much. Thanks so much for listening to Own Your Throne. We are so grateful to our guest, you, our audience, and everyone who's part of the tribe of Owning Your Throne. We want to hear your feedback about the show. Leave us a review on Apple Podcast and let us know what you think of this episode. We'd love you to subscribe so that you can get every episode as soon as they drop. Follow us on social media for behind the scenes sneak peeks and to keep the conversation going. Check out our YouTube channel for filmed interviews of Own Your Throne and let us know about guests that you think would be amazing to interview on the show. Lots of love and remember, it's time to own your throne.